if you want to start using Instagram to grow your business, and let's just use Instagram as an example, I'm going to tell them why. And I'm going to tell them it's because there's 200 million people that are viewing business, are viewing business profiles on Instagram every day. Starting or growing your business is hard work. But now you are listening to the Better Business Podcast with me, Steve Cook, and I'm going to try and make it a little easier on you. We on this podcast help you grow a better business with real advice from professionals, and today is no different. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Better Business Podcast. I am your host, Steve Cook, and today my guest's name is Coach D, as he likes to be called. He shows you how to win business online using modern techniques. Those modern techniques, meaning social media, video, or perhaps through your personal branding channels. He has a very active Instagram account where he posts often about sliding into people's DMs professionally, ladies and gentlemen. Um, And so Danny is going to talk to us today about how to win business online and specifically kind of get into using Instagram as a a way to sell to people and um, how to basically capitalize or monetize on the personal relationships that you build with people online. Danny, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate you having me. Excited to be here. So, you know, the objective for today is to talk about the modern era. You know, I think of um, selling and salespeople as not a guy in a baseball cap turned around backwards in a hoodie. I think of a, a slick, I think of a slick salesman. If you're just listening to this, that's what Danny's wearing. I think of a, a briefcase carrying guy that uh, maybe has a suit on and he goes and cold calls businesses till he's blue in the face um, in person. Tell me about why you're kind of trying to debunk that uh, stereotype of a salesperson. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think almost that's like the problem with with sales today is like people just associate um, salespeople to this, you know, kind of slick and like, you know, the say the the the, uh, the s word sleazy, right? <laughs> um, so like I, I think that's what people's perception of salespeople is, right? And um, that's obviously not the case, right? There's there's salespeople that are doing this because they genuinely want to help people grow their business, and uh, you know, and I think with today in today's modern environment, leaning into your personal brand and who you are only helps you connect more, you know, with your potential target audience. So, you know, I, I wear the hoodie and I wear the backwards hat and, you know, and like there's people that love that about me. And then there's also going to be people that, that won't do business with me because of that. Cause I don't look <laughs> yeah. professional enough for them. Right. But those aren't the people I want to do business with. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not your customer. Yeah. Um, so that's super cool. You know, I think about um, this episode of a, a, a study that I was just listening to, actually, um, and they were talking about how people perceive this this word or this phrase, personal brand, and how a lot of people look at it in, in these times in 2022. And um, they gave a definition that said a personal brand is a 
digital reputation. Um, what people think about is a digital reputation. And, you know, I think that's something that a lot of people might have an incredible digital reputation. It might be like the housewife. It might be, you know, somebody that's 18 or to 24 years old that is always kept up with their digital reputation and they don't think about monetizing that. Um, do you have people that perhaps, you know, have a great uh, personal brand online or a reputation online? Maybe they have a lot of followers or maybe they have a very loyal following um, that have never really thought about monetizing it that you, you kind of have to get them over the hump. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, there are people that, and like most of the time it's people that are just afraid to sell, right? Mm-hmm. Like they know that they have a good audience, uh, but they don't know what to sell. They don't know um, how to sell. So that's like a very, that is definitely a very good target audience for me is like anybody that has a nice social media following, um, but doesn't really know how to make a business out of it. And it's, just, and, and like the same could go for a podcaster, right? You could, you could be a podcaster with a great audience um, or a YouTuber with a great audience. And, uh, you know, there's ways to monetize that outside of, you know, the typical route that everybody thinks of or associates with podcasting or YouTube, is, which is like sponsorship and downloads and everything like that, right? Like there's sure, so sure. many other ways to, to monetize your social media or anything that you're doing online. So... Let me ask you this. You mentioned that sometimes people are afraid to sell. I I've, I hear that and I see that in people quite a bit. Why do you think that someone, let's say that someone has a great following online, um, they have a very loyal, you know, friends and family maybe that follow them or a lot of people from their hometown. Um, you could even say they're very popular online, right? Um, somebody that just is great with people digitally. Um why would someone be scared or afraid to sell to, to people online? Um, so one is, I, I just think they don't know what to sell, right? Mm. They don't know what to sell. And I think the other thing is, is that they don't want to, um, they feel bad promoting their product or service. Like they feel like it's taking away from what they give out for free. Scared of ruining that reputation that they've built, basically. Right, which is like, but here's the thing. If you're on social media and you are consistently showing up and you are providing value, and again, same with podcasts, same with YouTube, right? If you are on these channels and you are consistently providing value for people, you're getting, and you're not getting paid anything for that. It's free. So what you need to look at it, the way that you need to look at it and perceive this is, I'm earning the right to go out and promote the product or service that I have. And not only am I earning the right to do it, but if I believe in the product or service that it is really going to help people, why should I feel bad about it? And so like a lot of what the sales process is, is just trying to shift that mindset to the point where like you're not being you're not being sleazy you're not being salesy you are actually providing something that helps people um, and you also provide a lot of ton of free value so you've earned the right to go out there and promote a product or service so do you have a opinion on 
um, what someone should sell, whether it be a, a product or a service? Do you usually give that opinion to, to people if they um, come to you and say like, Hey, I, you know, like, how do I sell? I don't know what to sell. Um, do you have an opinion on that? A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's just, a, but it's, it's, and it's going to be different for, for different people. Right. So the, you know, certain, certain people, it's going to be very clear, right? <laughs> I mean, like if you are, uh, you know, real estate agent or something like you're, you're here to, to try to sell homes, right? Like it's, yeah. Now could that potential real estate agent also want to recruit other agents? So we can take an angle of, you know, Hey, let's teach people how to become a real estate agent. And that will help you to bring people that are trying to become real estate agents into your community here. Right. So it really depends on what the ultimate goal is um, for that person uh, and, you know, trying to and, and, and like I will help you figure out what that goal is. Right. So I do help people like figure out what their offer is. That's the first that's the first step. Like if you're going to work with me as a coach, the first step is to make sure that you have a very clear offer. Mm. Um, so let's kind of switch gears. That's, that's a lot, you know, geared toward a person that already has a personal brand or maybe, you know, wants to continue to build their personal brand. But I think a lot of people, when you talk about selling online, a lot of, uh, people whose ears perk up would be a business, right? And they're like, Ooh, I would like to sell online. Um, I would like to, uh, monetize my Instagram or my Facebook or my website or whatever in a better way. Um, so what should a business owner, let's say that somebody perhaps has a website and they're perhaps checking all the boxes, but they're not doing a good job selling online. And for this example, they have a physical retail location. Um, they're not selling a service, not something that's easily sold. Um, what would a business do in a situation like that? Maybe a first, first two or three steps. So the first thing that I would do is like, let's, let's take a look at what their social media presence is, right? So like, are they on Instagram? Are they on Facebook? Are they on YouTube? What, what platforms are they currently using to promote their business? And then it's like, okay, so how often are you creating content for those platforms? And like, mostly what you'll see is, and this is typical with like a lot of retail businesses is that especially ones that are looking for help to, to sell online is that they, they have a post like once every couple months or like once every couple weeks, they'll have a post. Right. Uh, and that's it. And like, and it'll, and it'll say, come buy our tchotchkes or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's like, you know, or it's like happy Thanksgiving or whatever, you know what I mean? Like that's right from, <laughs> from, from the crew over at, you know, Dave's barbecue or whatever. Right. So like, it's not like they're not actively using social media to to try to promote their business, right? So what I would say to that person is, is uh, I would want to set some expectations, right, at, at, at the beginning and say, you know, here's what, if you want to start using Instagram to grow your business, and let's just use Instagram as an example, I'm going to tell them why. And I'm going to tell them it's because there's 200 million people that, are viewing business are viewing business profiles on Instagram every day. Hmm. So 
Um, and there's 1.4 billion people on Instagram and 90% of those people are actively viewing business accounts on Instagram. So like you have this audience of over 1 billion people that could potentially reach your business. Now, obviously, you know, if you are a local company that is not doing shipping like outside or whatever, then, then there is plenty of people right in your little local area that are on Instagram that can find your business. So go ahead. Go ahead. Did you have anything else with that? No, I'm just saying, so like there, you know, that's a start. It's just like to, to kind of set the expectation. Like there are a ton of people on Instagram, you know, that you can benefit from this, but it's going to take work. It's going to take time. It's going to take the right attitude and mindset about it. And like, if you are really committed to wanting to use this channel to grow business, you're going to need to put in the work. You're going to need to put in the time and you're going to have to have a good approach and be positive and have, have a positive attitude about this uh, versus going into it like, oh, it's just, a, it's just a chore for me uh, and that kind of thing. So that's kind of where I was with that so give me a few uh you know tips or or your opinions on the different social platforms i know that you're you're very active on instagram um but is there any other platforms that you've maybe you know kind of flirted around with that you think could um, have a lot of potential for businesses or at this point do you think with the flexibility of of posting and and direct messaging and just all of the different avenues that you have with instagram that that's the king at this point in time or, or what's your opinion on that uh, the, the best platform is wherever your, your target audience is, right? So if, you know, you're selling clothing and, you know, your clothing is geared towards 20-somethings and teens, then you should be on TikTok, <laughs> right? Um, you know, or if you are selling, you know, health and wellness products to middle-aged women that I would say, you know, Instagram and Facebook are probably good bets for you, right? So it, it, it's like, where do your customers hang out? Where do your target customers hang out? I mean, if you're selling B2B, like your target customers are very likely to be on LinkedIn. Hmm. Um, so like I said, it's, you got to think about where your, where your customers hang out and that's the platform. Now I think Instagram is a great platform because I think there, there's a lot of people, a variety of different people on Instagram. And I think Instagram is one of the most engaging platforms as far as like where people can interact with the brand. Right. Um, so, you know, that's where I've focused my business or growing my business and using like where I'm generating the leads for my business. Like I, I have made Instagram my top priority. So what if you um, take a look and your business is uh, maybe your B2B and you go to LinkedIn LinkedIn, and you're like, man, you know, I see a lot of these long posts and these people are writing almost articles or whatever and I can't write. Um, or perhaps you're a, a like you had mentioned, a, a 
company that skews to a very young audience and you're like, Hey, I'm not doing any dances. I'm not going to be on TikTok, Um, you know, or, or maybe your strengths as a business or a business owner don't line up with the platform. Um, do you think that that's something you should just get over and <laughs> figure it out? Or do you think that that is something that you should just play to your strengths and go to whatever platform you like? So I think that you should definitely play to your strengths for sure. Um, but I also think that like, you know, there's plenty of people that are doing, that are having a lot of success on TikTok without dancing. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's plenty of people that are having the same success on Instagram reels without dancing and pointing to bubbles and all these things. Right. Like you can get on there and you can give actual value. You can give actual tips um, that are going to help people that are going to attract people to your business. Right. So, you know, I, um, you know, I think that one of the problems is, is that that's how people perceive it. Right. Like people perceive TikTok as like, oh, if I don't get on there and I don't, you know, shake it and point to bubbles and stuff like that, then it's not going to work out. Right. It's not the case. Yeah. It's it's using it's using what your strengths are and what you are good at and finding a right rhythm for that that platform. So if you've been convinced and you're a local business owner and perhaps, you know, you find that Instagram is one of the best, uh, in your opinion, you know, platforms that you should be on, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I think a lot of businesses automatically trigger to, okay, you sold me, I will, uh, take a bunch of pictures of my products and start putting them on there. Um, what would you say would be the best avenue of selling though it might not be in the sense that you would think of it what would be the best things to be posting on those platforms uh if you if you do think that perhaps it's instagram what should you post so again this is gonna this is gonna depend on obviously what type of industry that that you're in right um you know with you know you're in you're in restaurants right like obviously posting pictures of your food or posting pictures of the decor that you have in the restaurant or just people enjoying uh spending time in the restaurant and maybe even figuring out how to do some videos and things like that um you know with either people enjoying the food or you making the food because people love to see behind the scenes right so um you know it's really going to depend on on what type of uh industry that you're in now, there's also, to me, like educational content definitely helps, mm-hmm. right? So if you are a plumber, for example, you know, you can teach people how to maintain their uh, toilet or fix their toilet or, you know, the, like simple fixes like, and hey, try this simple fix. And if the simple fix doesn't work for you, then call me, right? Mm. Um, because people are going to appreciate that you are trying to help them out and educate them on the platform, right? So um, educational content does well. Entertaining content does well. So, you know, if you can add something funny, you know, like if you can sure. use humor, memes, things like that, mm. to, that relate to your product or your service, um, I, there's a, there's an account that I follow that, uh, it's an attorney. It's a criminal attorney. They, they are a criminal defense attorney and they put up the funniest memes 
and mm -hmm. just posts and they use humor um, to, to just build their brand awareness. Yeah, that would be, uh, that would be something that, you know, I think a lot of people struggle with is if it doesn't correlate exactly to my business, I have a, I have a problem doing it because it's a waste of time. Um, but do you think that it is not a waste of time because people will find a way to correlate it with your business? Or do you think that by doing that, you build a larger audience and then by having a larger audience, if you just only have a small portion of that, um, those people will come to you. I mean, how do you think about that? Do you think it, it needs to kind of correlate with your business a little bit or, you know, like, like in the, the deal of it being funny, like, I mean, can it just be like a, a comedy, you know, uh, uh, kind of like comedy skits, but I have a huge audience. Um, how do you, how do you think about that? Yeah, I think that it has to somehow relate back to your business, right? Okay. And what you do. Like, I, I don't think that, you know, you could be a plumber and just post comedy skits that have nothing to do mm. with plumbing. Sure. Like, if you posted, com like, funny comedy skits about, like, you know... Um, your spouse you know, or whatever. pipes or whatever, or, you know, plumber's butt or whatever it is. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, people are going to laugh at that. And, and, you know, that's a different story. But what I think is that if you post um, educational or entertaining content, whatever it is. And even if you just post industry statistics, right? Like, you know, 70% of people don't do this uh, when they definitely should, right? Like the simple little things like that, that you can post and, and keep up with that posting schedule, you know, four or five, six times a week, whatever it is. Um, it's just going to get more eyes on your business. And the way that you do it is you tag, you know, you tag your local area, use, use hashtags for your local area. And, you know, people are going to start to see your business that you just start to become more visible online. Right. And basically what happens is, is like, you know, people will go through and they'll see the plumber and they'll follow them because they think some of the stuff is funny. And ultimately, something's going to happen at some point. You know, somebody's sink or somebody's toilet is going to overflow. And who do you think they're going to call? They're going to call the plumber that they've seen posting on Instagram for the past six months and that they like his funny stuff that he does. Danny, what's your favorite, if you just kind of had to like... um whittle down to maybe one or two things. What's your favorite uh, little tactic or trick or thing that you're doing right now on Instagram to sell that maybe people could learn from? Um, let's see. Uh, I think that, you know, if you have a service-based business, that the one of the best things that you can do is you can take notice of something that a problem that somebody might have that your service-based business fix fixes. And you just reach out to them and just say, hey, look, I noticed uh, that you, so for example, let's just, let's use lead generation. You got it, okay. you, you know, you want, you have somebody that, uh, you know, is trying to generate leads uh, on Instagram, right? I will go, I'll, I'll go and I'll look at their call to actions. And if their call to actions don't send people to a lead magnet or don't send people to the DMs to start sales conversations, then I would say to them, hey, I noticed that uh, 
you know, obviously, you know, you're trying to generate leads here on Instagram, but I noticed that your call to actions don't really fit for what it is that, that, uh, you are looking to accomplish here. And I've been able to help a bunch of other business owners write those call to actions that get people into the DMS and start sales conversations. Does that something that, does that sound like something that may be able to help your organization right now? Hmm. Okay. So it's like, you know, finding a, a problem that they potentially have telling them how you solved it for somebody else and then asking if they'd be interested in, in learning more about it. And that's so do my, you, that's my message. Do you just, do you just give it and hope that they reach back out to you and, you know, and say, Hey, just notice that your call to action is not this. If you change that, it might be a little bit more clear what you sell. You know, I'm Danny, have a good day. Or do you, do you go ahead and ask for the business at that point um, on the spot? No, what I ask for is the interest. Okay. What I ask for is whether they're interested. So um, I will ask at the end and say, hey, does this sound like something that may be able to help you right now? Mm, okay. And if they say yes, boom, it's a, it's, a, it's a lead, you know, and I'm going to try to get that person on a call at that point. Hey, right? I noticed uh, when when we uh, we had spoken a few months back and uh, you had sent a DM and it was an audio message do you have good luck with the audio messages because it saves you time or do you think that it's unique and a lot of people don't do that? Or um, why do you use audio messages or is that not something you use all the time? So I do use audio messages all the time. And that's, you know, if you want another like tip or trick that I do, um, uh, when somebody follows me, I send them an audio message and and it's very simple. I basically, it's, thank you so much for the follow. I really appreciate it. Uh, welcome to my community here. And if there's any way that I can help you out or be a resource to you, please feel free to reach out. And again, thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. That's my message, basically. I don't say anything about my product or service or anything. It's just a message of gratitude, thanking people for the follow they followed you for a reason. They followed you because they got value from something that you brought to the table. So when you do that, what happens is, is it's, it's personalized. Mm. Like they know it's not a generic message that you it's write not a to copy and every paste single person. Yeah. Right. So anything that you can do to help differentiate you from anybody else. Now, first off, most people are not going to send a message, right? So you're already differentiating yourself by sending a message. Then number two, you're differentiating yourself even further because it's an audio message and you're adding that level of personalization in there. And then the other thing is you're differentiating yourself, but you're not asking for anything in return. Mm. Yeah. You're just, you are, you like, you're, you're thanking somebody, you're, you're sharing a message of gratitude. And like, when you do that, the response that you get is typically great. People typically reach out to you and say, thank you so much for the message. I really appreciate it. Nobody does this. Um, oh, you know, like this is a great idea. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to teach my people to do this, whatever it is, mm. you know? So when you do something to catch people's attention, um, you've built some credibility, you built some trust. And then now they're seeing your content. They're seeing what you bring to the table. Um, those people are going to be like, Hey, you know what? This guy, you know, he's the kind of person I want to do business with. 
what's your favorite little like nuance of Instagram right now? Not necessarily to sell. Like, what do you enjoy about Instagram? What's one of your favorite favorite parts of it? <clears throat> Just the fact that, like I said, it's it's to me, it's the most interactive platform, hmm. right? Like people can, interact with each other so much there. Yeah, you can interact with people. You can interact with brands. Um, you know, because there's so many different content types. There's so many different ways to interact. Um, you know, so like I love Instagram stories. That's probably my mm. favorite part of the platform because I just get to go on there and share anything that I have going on that day. It doesn't necessarily even need to be like on brand. Like, you mm. know, when you, uh, not necessarily on, not on brand, but like in your niche or whatever, like, you know, cause everybody with Instagram and a lot of other social platforms, they tell you, you know, st stick to your niche, stick to your niche. Well, the Instagram story is a great place to kind of step outside of your niche and talk about something else or, you know, talk about just something that happened with your kids or, you know, like and give people the opportunity to get to know you personally because they don't really get that from your content so much, but sure. they can get that in your story. Right. So I love I love that. And then it's a, it's also a great place to get feedback because the story allows you to have poll questions. And so you can you know, put out there, Hey, are you struggling with X, Y, Z? Right. Um, and somebody that reaches out and says that, yes, they are struggling with X, Y, Z. Now they're a lead. Right. Or, you know, Hey, I'm thinking about trying out this program. Um, if I was going to try this out, what would you want to see from me? And then people can actually go in and, and put in responses as to what they want to see. So now you're basically getting market research for whatever product or service or whatever idea that you have. Um, you can get real live research for it. That's awesome. Um, those are good. You know, I was just wondering like random deals, but you went ahead and uh, added some value to it too. So that was even, you get bonus points for that one. Um, cool. <laughs> what, uh, you've been in sales a long time and, and whether it's, uh, just selling or whether it's, you know, um, just kind of in your, your everyday life or whatever, but what's something that, uh, one of your, your favorite apps that you're using right now, what's something that, um, you get a lot of value from and you use a lot outside of, uh, maybe Instagram. Um, so let's see a couple apps that like I can't do without Canva is one. That's where mm -hmm. I make all my Instagram posts. Right. Um, do you do the free, free version or the paid? I pay the 12.99 for Canva 12, Pro. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's 12.99 a month for Canva Pro. I pay that. I'm, I'm not, a, not, not an affiliate, not a sponsor. So, <laughs> um, I, but I, I, it's worth the money. Uh, <laughs> um, I do, I use InShot to edit my videos. So, um, you know, I record my videos actually right on the Instagram app, uh, using their filters and everything like that. And then, um, I will put them into InShot to do some transitions, make them look nice. Um, and let's see, I use Evernote. Um, that's where I keep track of all my content ideas. That's where I copy and paste like all my hashtags and everything from, um, I, it's where I put my shopping lists, <laughs> you know, when I go out to the supermarket. Um, so that app is, uh, multifunctional. Um, yeah, so those are, those are three Canva, Evernote and, uh, and InShot. That's awesome. Um, man, and kind of 
preparation for the the my final question um i just want to thank you first off before asking you thanks for being on again and uh thanks for you do put out a lot of uh, valuable content on your instagram especially where it is where i follow you um and uh i want to thank you for that i i have uh actually learned quite a bit from uh following you the last few months especially um so first off thank you for that and thanks for being on the podcast um but in the final question i usually like to ask people with the knowledge that you have um and yours being in particular in sales um and especially selling online what to boil down everything that you know maybe from past experiences or working with people and all the the different uh things that you've helped people with and and seen people struggle with and you boil it have to boil it down to one thing to better someone's business that maybe they've plateaued or maybe they're just starting out and they need a a jump start what would you say to someone that they're struggling with selling right now using uh social platforms to better their business If there was one thing that I would say, um, I guess it would just, it would be to be yourself, be yourself. And, uh, you know, and what, when you're, when you when people, when you come out as you and you're your authentic self, right. People are attracted to that. Right. Mm. People want like, you know, for me, obviously, like, like I said, people see the, the hat and the hoodie and, you know, there's no, they're like, this is not somebody that is trying to hide anything. Like this is, this is the guy, this is who he is. It's completely transparent. And, um, you know, if you can portray that, right. And show that, you know, this is it, this is who I am. This is, this is what you're going to get. Um, I think that's the number one tip that I would give to anybody, uh, that is trying to sell online. So, you know, what's funny about that too is, is that does attract a lot of people. However, it does polarize a lot of people, but those are the ones you want to get out of your way. Anyways, you want to push those people away. And I think that's what trips people up a lot of, a lot of times is the people that you're pushing away. Those are the ones that are vocal about it. Like, what are you doing? What do you, you know, that doesn't make any sense or whatever. And you're like, you're a 50 year old guy. Like that's about to retire. I'm not trying to sell to you anyway. You know, those are sometimes the people that are most uh, vocal about, they think it's silly or they think it's stupid or whatever, but those are not your customers. Like you, like you mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. I think, I think that like, you know, part of that is like, you're, you need to be comfortable with the fact that you're not for everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, you know, people just want to, and that's, a, that's human nature that like you want to be liked by everyone. You want to be able to help everyone. Um, but the second you realize that like you are not for everyone, it's a major advantage for you because you are going to, you're, you, you, it gives you the freedom to make and do what you need to do for the people that are actually going to support you. And it really helps you to narrow that down and, and focus on the people that, you know, are going to get the value from you. Completely agree, man. Thank you so much for being on. And, uh, uh, thank you for all the content that you're putting out every day online. Uh, I appreciate it, Steve. Thank you so much for having me and, uh, come, come follow me on Instagram, coach D sales. Awesome. Thanks, Danny. Got it. Mm 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Better Business Podcast with me, your host, Steve Cook. You know, starting or growing a business is hard work, so I hope that today's advice made it just a little bit easier for you. We'll be sharing more about this exact topic all this week on my social platforms. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, or if you would like to get a a personalized blog post from me on this topic, you can join my email list and I will send you an email once a week. You can check the show notes to subscribe to that or find me on my website, whatever's easier for you. Now get out there and go grow a better business with this advice from today's Real Pros. Thank you for listening.